G'day, my lovely listener. This is Jules Dan here. I am sorry for not publishing on a mon- on that Monday. Um, yes, our, our, this podcast, by the way, is uh, all about the five costly op- email opt-in mistakes um, and how to avoid them. Now, this whole podcast is an audio version, and my intentions on Monday was to um, so just you know bit of a backstory. This was to release, you know, relaunch my my email list um, to to get some great info out there. And um, PDF was not ready, so I want to get the audio version out with the PDF. Uh, the freelancer was creating wasn't quite ready. It needed some fixes fixing up, um, and I just didn't want to stall. I just uh, I just want you can tell my voice. I was I'm a bit frustrated that I couldn't get it on Monday. So it's a Wednesday Wednesday podcast. Um, it's not the typical solo show. It's just going to be me reading out the uh, the. PDF on the five costly mistakes and uh, email mistakes and how to avoid them. Um, bit of a backstory on this. These, so I, uh, I used to go through a lot of different coaches, consultants, biz, uh, online service providers, um, emails. I used to opt into them and send them calm emails when I found some little errors. And uh, it was as how I found a couple of clients. Um, but I, I went through like at least 50 different autoresponders and I'm like, same mistake, same mistake, same mistake. I'm like, this would be a great opt-in because clearly this is a, this is a problem that people are experiencing. And the main one is that people don't know what to write. They, they don't understand the strategy behind what goes into an autoresponder series. Um, how do you, how do you get people to, how do you sell the click or all that sort of stuff. Um, but the main part is what I write and what's the strategy. And that's what this, podcast is going to be unpacking and uh, if you want the written version I'm just going to keep the link in the description below but this is just going to be half of the audio version um, obviously if you want to listen to the second half uh, just go put in, sign up for at julesdan.com forward slash email mistakes and uh, you can grab that for free but this has cost me holy shit uh, thousands of dollars many many hours of trial and fail I've uh, so many hours nerding out inside of people's autoresponders, taking notes, sticky notes all over my wall, um, and it's all wrapped up into a nice little bow package for you. So, hope you enjoyed the the audio recording today. This, uh, yeah, for this uh, quotation mark solo show, and um, the 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 interview show will be on Friday instead of a Thursday. Okay, so there won't be one tomorrow. It'll be on the day after. Um, so Friday in. Friday night in Australia and Friday day for the United States. All right, that's it for me and I'll see you from me reading the uh, the PDF. See you then. Five costly opt-in email mistakes most coaches make and how to avoid them by Jules Dan. Forward by Pete Godfrey, the Wizard of Words. When it comes to writing emails that connect, persuade, and ultimately sell, Julian Danilak has proven many times he can get the job done. Yes, he's young. Yes, he hasn't got years of experience under his belt. But what he has got is an endless supply of energy, and he possesses a youthful passion for writing words that sell. I've coached him for a few months now, and he ticks all the right boxes. For example, he asks great questions, he never misses a deadline, and he's obsessed with emotional direct response marketing. 
It's no wonder why ad agencies and coaches from around the world keep him busy and booked out for weeks in advance. My advice to you, if you're looking for a competent email copywriter who understands the importance of deadlines, contact Julian now before he raises his fees. For now, sit back and relax and enjoy this report he's put together. There are plenty of lessons on offer. Cheers, Pete Godfrey, Wizard of Words, copywriter and sales strategist. Introduction. If you're a coach, consultant, or online service provider, please read every word of this report. Or should I say listen? That's because if you want to know what goes into a powerful email autoresponder sequence, a sequence that gets your email list to know, like, and trust you, and eventually buy from you, then this will be the best little report you've ever listened to. Here's why. This report reveals the five critical mistakes coaches, consultants, and online service providers make in their auto email autoresponders. Mistakes that cost them time, money, and rob them of potential sales. After playing detective and analyzing dozens of prospective e- clients' emails, I found these five mistakes to be the most common. If you're making them, I bet it's costing you sales, appointments, and bookings for your business. The good news is this report reveals these five mistakes and gives you the practical examples from my own client work so you can know exactly how to avoid these costly errors. But before I dive in to reveal the secrets, you might be asking yourself, who is Julian Danilak and why should I trust this young guy's advice? Good question. These days, it's a good idea to be skeptical. So let me say, I'm only 26 and I don't have years of experience under my belt. However, I do have energy, enthusiasm, and an insatiable desire to be the best damn copywriter I can be. And I invest thousands of dollars every month into my education. For example, the guy who wrote the endorsement on the front page, he's my mentor. His name is Pete Godfrey, also known as the Wizard of Words. He's a direct response copywriting legend, especially here in Australia, whose words have brought in millions of dollars in sales over the past 20 years. Maybe you have heard of him, maybe you haven't. He's a bit reclusive and hard to get to. Yet, those on the inside who know of him and his reputation on getting results, and his teachings have got me me books sold for weeks in advance by ad agencies and coaches eager to hire me. We've been working together since early 2020 and I've come a long way. Everything I'm about to show you has come directly from the wizard looking over my shoulder. He ruthlessly vets all my copy before I hand in the final version to my clients. So rest assured, everything I reveal in this report is solid advice based on real-world results. And I forgot to mention, in my past life, I've worked as a personal trainer and group fitness instructor the last five years. And now, in the world of email copywriting. So let's get straight to the first mistake. Mistake number one, not knowing or understanding your market like your best friend. When it comes to writing emails that connect, persuade, and ultimately sell, you need to know your market like the back of your hand. You need to intimately understand your market like your best friend. Here's how. I discovered this step by accident. Back when I first got my feet wet in the online advertising world, I was running Facebook ads for local businesses. And this was in 2018 when Facebook ads were much easier to pull in leads. Trouble was, I had no freaking clue what I was doing. I'd be doing giveaways, coupons, and other easy lead generation ads. But when it came to actually selling a product, 
I failed miserably. Looking back, that's because I never understood my market like they were my best friend. I never truly understood what motivated them to buy at a deep emotional level. It wasn't until I started dabbling with chatbots that I had my accidental breakthrough. One day, I had this crazy idea of replicating an email autoresponder series inside of a chatbot and had several online entrepreneur volunteers act as guinea pigs. One of my clients, Chantel, was a coach who taught how to grow and monetize a Facebook group. Chantel had a lead magnet that taught, over, that taught other entrepreneurs how to grow their first Facebook group. Our objective was to release the lead magnet inside her Facebook group and start getting some qualified leads. We used some story chatbot. We used my story chatbot to deliver the lead magnet that led to a book of call, call to action. My master plan was to suck the story out of her with a questionnaire and use the answers in her campaign. Trouble was, she hated writing. In fact, she almost quit because she refused to write a single word. So instead, I decided to interview her to really understand her story and her market. As I was transcribing it, it was almost like Neo seeing the Matrix for the first time. Once I had the transcription back, I knew her audience like my best friend. I could clearly see common objections Chantel's customers had. I could see the struggles and fears she shared with her market. I knew their burning desires behind why they really wanted a Facebook group. And no, it's not what they tell you on social media. I had realized that I had stumbled across marketing gold. And at that time, I didn't know that this, was, this wasn't the stuff in no book or guru or anyone else was teaching. We tested the concept and the results were insane. Out of 113 people who went through the chatbot, 45 people clicked to a strategy call page. I was excited because people needed to show their interest and needed to read at least eight messages to get to this point. That's when I discovered that an interview is the fastest way to get all the juicy content any high converting email needs to have. It's the fastest way to know your market like your best friend. So what do you ask in the interview? This is something I go over in full detail before I write emails for my clients. But here are some major things you need to cover in these interviews. What are their dreams? What drives them internally and externally? What are their failures and how can you justify them? What are their fears? Who or what has burnt them before? What suspicions do they have What suspicions do they have about your opportunity? Who or what is the enemy in their market? And here's the action step you need to take. Before you write a single word of your email, reach out to your best customer success stories. They will be the backbone of your email campaign. Ask them if you can interview them and hear their story. It's important that you spin it so it's all about them, not you. Which brings me to my next mistake. Mistake number two, not sharing the common stories and objections your audience has. If you want to bond with your audience, you've got to share stories and you've got to answer their objections. It's as simple as that. Most email responder series I see are haphazardly written at the last minute just to throw something out there. You can easily spot this when the emails you receive are loaded with content after you opt in to a coach's email list. 
you th- you think you'd assume that the more content means more value. However, it's not always the case with your emails. I made this mistake too, and let me explain. So back in December 2019, after my little success with Chantel, I thought I'd give a crack at selling this concept with a done-for-you course and coaching program. I did the lead magnet opt-in. I built a Facebook group. I did the webinar. I had the emails written out. And guess what? Not a single person bought or clicked on the emails. I thought that including lots of value was how you win trust with people. While this principle is correct, when it comes to a lead magnet email follow-up, it's not the same. You may not be promoting a webinar like I was, but what I'm about to reveal still works for lead magnet follow-ups too. Here's the thing, okay? People are distracted and they don't want to read your emails. And I learned this concept from my copywriting mentor, The Wizard of Words, and his endorsements on the front. After my failed webinar, I was feeling defeated and down, and I was at a loss of what to do next. I dusted myself off, and I started to go down the road of a done-for-you method first. That's when I started first writing email copy for $5 an hour on Upwork, and that is not an exaggeration. I started at the ugly bottom. I never told a soul about that, and I made a commitment to figure out why those emails I sent in the webinar plain sucked. So I purchased some of Pete's products on strategic storytelling and email marketing, and here's a major breakthrough I learned. Your emails need to include stories. Not just any stories, though, but they need to make the personal universal. Here's exactly what my mentor, The Wizard, said. Your struggles, thoughts, and emotions revealed in your stories must be expressed in a universal way so that they connect with the reader, so your reader feels he is experiencing your story in a personal and visceral way. That's a lot more compelling than just slapping together some regurgitated content from Google, don't you think? That's because these stories can be disguised as content, but are actually your 24-7 salesperson answering objections to your offer. Does that make sense? Okay, so here's your action step for this mistake. After you've had your interview with your ideal clients, find the common stories you and your market shares. Better still, find those stories that smash any preconceived objections your market has about your product, which leads me to the third mistake you might be making. Mistake number three, your emails lack any strategy behind them. The last thing you want to do is just throw up anything without any strategy. You need to be strategic and think about how your customers will read your emails. So put yourself in their shoes. Each email needs to be strategic and work backwards from a simple question the wizard has told me again and again. What is my objective? That means if you want to book a call, you sell the call. Don't get them to sign up to your Facebook group, check out your blog, and then throw in a PS to sign up for a strategy call. This is a big mistake. That's because you confuse your readers and eliminate any hope of converting them into customers. Here's an example of where my only objective was to get people to hit reply and learn more about an offer. This client was a video marketing agency who was selling an introductory video package. Before I asked myself, what's my objective? 
I made sure I completed steps one, two, and three. And this is outlined in the report. I squeezed out every bit of intel out of my client and hounded his best customer successes for an interview. I needed to know every objection and hesitation and insecurity that their customers had. Once I was flooded with information, I slowly sifted through the transcripts. And by the way, I like to use otter.com. I made little notes throughout the document and marked every objection, hesitation, and insecurities as potential emails. Here's a nugget I found in an interview. Here's a nugget I found in my interview. It turns out that a big objection people have with video marketing is that they dread being on camera. It makes them feel really uncomfortable. Here's a nugget I found in my interview. Turns out that a big objection people have with video marketing is they dread being on camera. It makes them feel very uncomfortable. And it makes for a compelling email because my client offers a solution to that, acting coaching. As you can see from the image below, the transcript of our interview reveals the dread their clients had on camera. That's how I spot the perfect objection-breaking email idea. And for my listeners there, this is just a screenshot of a transcript. And the way I like to do it is that I like to bold the bits where it just stands out, where someone has that insecurity. So, yeah, it's, you're not missing out on the audio recording here. Anyways, here's how you craft, here's how you carefully craft your strategy. Based on the information, I could create an outline that looks very similar to the buying process a customer would go through. The end objective was for people to reply and claim the video package at a special price. Here's the outline I came up with. Why do I need video marketing? That's the first email. Number two, what are the major benefits to my business? Number three, does video marketing actually work? Number four, what if I'm camera shy? Number five, why can't I outsource this? Number six, what business, my business is boring and different. It won't work. Number seven, I've tried video content marketing before and it doesn't work. Number eight, I can't trust marketing agencies. They've burnt me before. Can you see how this isn't just a series of content value emails? They are simply objection-crushing emails disguised as content and, of course, all wrapped around a story to keep the readers engaged. But how do you keep the reader engaged the whole way through? What makes them stick around and want to read the next email? That brings me to step four, using proven direct response principles. So your action step for number three, mistake number three, is to go through the previous action step and ask your best customers for an interview. You want to find every objection, fear, and insecurity that your clients have. Brainstorm a logical order of questions a prospect asks themselves before they buy your product. I want you to match the intel you found on the interview with your quest- with these questions and that is your outline. Okay, there you have it. You've got the three mistakes. Um, you don't want to miss the other two. I was pretty generous, you know. I thought maybe give them two. Maybe give you two, but I, no, I was feeling good. I was feeling generous. So um, I gave three of the mistakes away. Um, for, so for the smart ones, uh, listening is just one part of the equation. When you read it, when you touch it, when you feel it, it's uh, 
lot more. You absorb it much better. So for my smart listener who's who who hears the 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 wisdom in this, who who sees the value in it. You're going to want to go to julesdan.com forward slash email mistakes and, and grab the, the written report because you'd just be missing out. Um, so, yeah, like how many times... I've been so guilty of this. How many times have you listened to a podcast? Say, oh, yes, that is such a good piece of value data or whatever it is. You get home, something gets in the way and you just forget about it. So, go to julesdan.com forward slash email mistakes. Get the written report. Okay, read it right after you listen to this and uh, take it all in because it's uh, all, all the stuff we've been talking about, storytelling secrets, it's wrapped in pretty much all a lot of lessons I've learned along the way, wrapped up into this nice, tidy little report for you. So that's it for me, Jules Dan. I'm going to see you on Friday for my uh, guest podcast with Jamin Fraser. It's going to be all about overcoming insecurity. And if you just roll your eyes being like, that's not applicable to me, uh, insecurities and the self-image. I mentioned this before. It is just one of the biggest game changes you can make inside of your business, whether it's related to marketing or not. Because yeah, you're at war with yourself, basically, especially if you're in isolation, especially if, if you're in some negative, hostile, toxic environment where people are doubting you. It's you against you, and especially if it's other people who, who are putting toxic thoughts into your head, it's even worse, okay? So you definitely want to show up for Friday's episode. But that's it for me, Jules Dan. I'm going to see you um, Friday, of course. Don't forget to opt in, julesdan.com forward slash email mistakes. I'll see you later.